Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renewed Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Renewed Church. And this is week four of our Lights, Camera, Action series where we take summer blockbuster movies and we find out what the Bible has to say about it. And I'm sure you can tell by my friends up here on the stage and that action-packed trailer that today we're going to be talking about some powerful stuff. And so my name is Raymond. I'm part of the Renew crew here. And it's a group of people that come here early on Sunday mornings and convert this uh, school cafeteria into God's house. And they do it before anybody else gets here. And I just want to let all of them know that are out there that you guys are superheroes and you really make this happen and um you know for those of you that are joining us for the first time like mikey said we just want to let you know that you're welcome we want you to feel like you've made it home because we're really glad that you're here so let me tell you it's, it's an honor and a privilege to be here and to do this again and and to be filling in for my good friend uh, pastor trevor who's just getting back so if you saw him a little tanned, it's because he's getting back from a very well-deserved vacation and with his beautiful family. And I also want to tell you how terrifying it is for me to do this because I haven't done this in about four years. So the podium is here for me to hold on to just in case I forget to breathe. But, but something happened during worship and that I'm going to share with this with you because I was, you know, a little bit nervous and there was some trepidation and... And I was praying. I said, God, you know, I can't do this on my own. I, I'm not ready. So if this is for you and this is by you, then let me know. Give me a sign. And immediately after that, I got to give props to our incredible worship team. Can we hear it for them one more time? Because <clears throat> every single song that they played just confirmed to me that God is here that his Holy Spirit is here and it's among us already and it's waiting and ready to do some amazing things. So when Pastor Trevor asked me to speak and he gave me movie selections, I immediately chose the Avengers. So sorry, Mikey, wherever you are, because I knew he wanted to pick that too. But, you know, I'm a big movie buff and I'm like a kid when it comes to the Avenger movies and you know, all the superhero and superpower action that's involved in it. I get really excited about it. And when one of them comes out, me and my boys, we always, my boys, they're grown men now, but we, we go out and we make sure we go to see these movies on opening night. We don't want anybody, you know, telling us what happened or anything. We want to see it firsthand. But I need to confess something to you. I'm 60 years old. And I know some of you out there are saying, oh, he doesn't look a day over 59 and a half. But secretly, I believe that someday I'm going to have a plate of black beans and rice that is going to be accidentally laced with some type of gamma ray or something. And I'm going to become a superhero overnight. Now, yeah, I know you laugh, call me crazy, but I haven't lost hope. I really believe that it could still happen. Now, as a kid, I, I was always crazy about superheroes but my first superhero was Popeye the sailor and he's coming up any second now 
But anyway, Popeye, he would eat a can of spinach, right? And, and this can of spinach would give him this incredible super strength and super power. And he could do all these amazing things. He could be tied up and a train is coming and Popeye would break out of it. You know, he could beat his, his arch enemy, Bluto, which back then I was about five years old and Bluto reminded me of my older brother, Pete. Because he was eight years older than me and he was big and hairy. And, you know, when I messed up, he'd put a beating on me. So I figured, man, if I can get some of that spinach, I might be able to even the, the score a little bit. So I had my mom buy me a can of spinach. And yes, it had to be a can. It wasn't like fresh spinach. It had to be a can just like Popeye. Because I figured, you know, it'd do the job. And let me tell you, my, my dreams were quickly crushed. I couldn't take a bite out of that stuff. It was terrible. It was horrible. It tasted so bad. And, and I got really down because I figured, you know what? My chances of getting superpowers, they're done. But, you know, God has mercy. And so I quickly discovered a new source of super strength. Iron beer. We Cubans call it irumbel. Why? I don't know, but that's what we call it. But to me, this stuff really worked. Like, the fact that the picture already had a really strong guy on it, it you know, as a, as a child, you're thinking, oh, that's going to get me strong. And then the fact that it gave me the energy of, like, 105-year-olds, you know, it really made me feel like I was becoming a superhero. Now, at age five or six, I didn't realize it was the 150 grams, you know, of sugar and the amount of caffeine that would kill an elephant, you know. And, I mean, this was like Coca-Cola on steroids. It was amazing, you know, but eventually you grow up and you realize, oh, wait, I'm not a superhero because of the Erumbel. I'm getting high blood sugar, you know. So really, though, with a show of hands, and the reason I say a show of hands because we are like in a movie theater setting, so this is not going to be 3D. It's actually going to be 4D because I want your participation. So with a show of hands, realistically, how many of you as a kid thought about being a superhero. Okay, that's, that's formidable. Now, let me ask you another question. Like myself, how many of you as an adult out there, you, do you still believe that you could become a superhero? All right, thank you, Chris. I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this. But you know what? That sort of tells me something. Because think of it. As children, half of you raised your hands and you thought you could be a superhero. You thought about being one. But that tells me something. It tells me that somewhere down the road, life happened. Somewhere down the road, tragedy struck, battles were lost, things dramatically changed in our lives. Enemies triumphed over us. People that we trusted and looked up to let us down or worse yet, hurt us. And there was no way after all of that that we could continue to believe that we were super or that we could be superheroes again. So life has a way of beating us up and, and tearing down the things that God has already placed in us. I want you to know he has created us to be super. You know, the Bible tells us otherwise about all these things that, that we think we can't or cannot, 
So I titled today's message, The Greatest Avenger, and how he saved the world. And we're going to be finding out who that greatest Avenger is today. Now, early in the, in the, the Avengers movies, Captain America, which to me, he was like their spiritual leader. He reminds us of something very important. Watch this clip. See how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Quick but precise. See, here we see Captain America. And I mean, he has all this super strength. His mighty shield. He's a little bit crazy because he just jumped out of an airplane with nothing but his shield. But he recognizes one very important thing. See, his superpowers don't make him a god. Instead, he recognizes that there's only one god. And that's where our true power comes from. So, you know, not all heroes are born that way. Not everybody is born a hero. And those of you that are out there that are comic book buffs and you've read the stories or you've followed the Avenger movies or better yet, the Captain America movies... You know his origin. He was the result of some government experiments. However, in my research this week for my message, I found one of his baby photos. And uh, that sort of tells me that Steve Rogers, and maybe Captain America, although he wasn't born with super strength and abilities, he was born and he was created to be a hero. He had a hero's heart. So I have good news for you. Do you realize that God has designed every single one of you in this room to be super? Every single one of you. And he's given us the tools. He's given us the powers. The problem is that sin and the forces of evil, they have a way of draining our superpowers. We have them. They're there. But they're, these are relentless enemies. You know, they're intent on destroying us, and that's why it's easier, like we noticed before when we raised our hands, it's easier to believe that we're superheroes as children. Think about it. Except for me, I still believe that I, one day, I'm waiting for my wife just to forget and leave the black beans out or something, and something's going to happen, and it's going to create a, a change. But anyway, it, it just reminds me about how children are able to still see how super they can be. And children haven't been spoiled by this world. And so they're able to grasp the fact that we are meant to be super. You know, it reminds me, I was about seven or eight. I had a younger cousin. His name was Carlos. Carlos was intent on being a superhero. Carlos lived it. He, there was nobody that could tell him he wasn't a superhero. I, I grew up in... Union City, New Jersey, and they lived on the town right over, West New York. And they lived in one of those five-story brick buildings with the fire escapes. And if any of you grew up north, you, you know the type of building. Now, when you went to visit them, if you looked up, chances are you were going to see Carlos on the fire escape. And again, this is back then when, as kids, we rode bikes without helmets and we played outside and stuff like that. So a kid on a fire escape didn't cause this big corruption. But you would find Carlos like that 
on the fire escape. The funny thing is, he was only wearing tidy whities and a towel. It didn't matter whether it was summer or winter. That was his superhero costume. And he would position himself in a way so that the wind would hit the towel and it would flap. So he just stood there for long periods of times, watching out and protecting over the city of West New York, which nowadays really needs some protection. So, you know, that tells me something. That as children, we haven't lost the ability to believe just how incredible we really can be. But life hits us, and that changes. But I have some good news for you, and we're going to be pulling that good news during, during this sermon from the Bible. And it says that help is on the way. In 1 Corinthians 2.12, it says, What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. It's letting us know... It's talking about the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, the old HS. Well, scratch that one because I just made that one up. But before we jump into this Holy Spirit thing, okay, and before we realize just how much power we are given by God, and before you sort of get excited and start lifting people up their chairs and try to fly around the auditorium, Let's go, let's do what any good superhero movie does. And that is, let's go back to the origin story. You know how all the superhero stories, they have like an origin. They tell you where it began, where it came from. Well, let's look at who gave us these superpowers. You know, I'm wearing a t-shirt today. I don't know if you guys can see it out there. But you might be able to see it up here. I love that t-shirt. Everywhere I go, it, it gets people asking questions. What does that mean? But if you can see clearly, it really tells us who the ultimate Avenger is. And it's Jesus. Think about it. Think about all the things that these superheroes have done. And then think about what Jesus did. He's the ultimate Avenger. He's the one that defeated death. Okay? He's the one with the strength to carry all of our sins, not just in this auditorium, but in the entire world. He carried all of our sins on his shoulders to the cross to endure pain, suffering, humility, and torture, die for us, and then not only that, but rise from the dead. And in doing so, he dealt such a deadly blow to the enemy that he knocked Satan directly into the pits of hell. Now, is that a superhero or what? Okay, this is the time in the movie where you get to clap and cheer for the hero. All right, thank you. Let's hear it for Jesus. That, that is a superhero. Now, the word avenger, it means someone who takes revenge or punishes an evildoer. Now, when Satan introduced sin into the world, he thought he had won already. He pictured himself as a god. And, okay, it's 4D time again, right? Audience participation. Do you think that Satan won? No. All right, thank you for that one. Can, we, can I ask that question again? Do you think Satan won? No. Okay, then imagine this. Jesus comes down from the heaven in the form of a man. And he fights our infinity war. And when faced 
with the devil head on, let me tell you something. I think this is what it would look like if Satan faced Jesus head on. Watch this clip. Enough! You are all of you beneath me. I am a god, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied by that. Puny god. I, you know, Jesus wasn't a violent person, but when facing evil, he made sure they didn't have a chance. And so Jesus gives us this power through the Holy Spirit. And it's a power to be used, to be reckoned with. You know, it should cause fear in, 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 in the devil and his, and his henchmen. But sometimes we get caught up in fighting battles that drain our strength. You know, we start thinking about things like taking revenge or winning above all costs. But you know what? The Bible, God reminds us in Romans 12, it's verses 19 through 21. He says, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And it goes on to say, on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If your enemy is thirsty, give him something to drink. But in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You see, people, Jesus did the heavy lifting for us. He won our infinity war. But until it's time for the end game, I know Mikey liked that play of words, infinity war and end game. He knew he would, we, he knew we would face battles. He knew that along the way, we were going to need superpowers. He knew that we were going to need super strength. And that could only come from God. But he gave it to us. And it's present in the Holy Spirit. Now, he knew that we're going to be living for a while in this crazy world. And I got news for you. As followers of Christ, we're under constant attack. Do you agree? Look, look around. See everything that's going on. And as followers of Christ, we are constantly under attack. You know, the, the, enemy, the enemy was defeated at the cross. Don't get me wrong. He was defeated at the cross. But like any evil villain, he's going to keep clawing and scratching. And he's going to try to take as many of us as he can with him to that agonizing destiny that awaits him and his demons. So that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. See, John the Baptist knew what was coming. He tells us in Matthew 3.11, he says, I will baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Think of, think of the way he describes it. The Holy Spirit and fire. You know why? Because fire is all-consuming. And when we allow the Spirit of God to take control in our lives, it could consume us, but in such a wonderful way. 
we can we can face head on the things that are that are crashing against us and trying to diminish us because we have this all-consuming fire that's protecting us that's talking to us that's letting us know the difference between right and wrong later on Jesus continues and he talks to his disciples in Jerusalem after his resurrection and he tells them in Luke 24 49 I am going to send you what my father has promised. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. But he says, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. And the reason he's telling him that is because he was about to send the apostles on an incredible mission. And he knew that if they went out before they were strengthened and fortified and filled with the Holy Spirit... They would fail. So he told them, just wait. Wait for it. See, Jesus left all of us the Holy Spirit. When he went up to be with the Father, he didn't leave us alone. He left us the power of the Holy Spirit. But he left it for us to use. We can't, re we can't receive such an awesome power and not use it. You know, I remember the words in Spider-Man. I know I'm going off the Avengers, but I know you guys have seen Spider-Man too. When his uncle tells him, with great power comes great responsibility. We're given this amazing power. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know what? We're, God intended for us to use it. So when he gave us this awesome power, he also gave us a mission. And we can see that in Acts 1 verse 8. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria. And then he finishes with, and to the ends of the earth. Two key points here. Number one, he's given us power. He's given us an amazing power. But he's sending us on a mission. And it's our job as God's superheroes To witness to the entire earth. Can we do it alone? No. Chances are we'll fail. But when you allow yourself to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can see that person on the street. And have the courage. Whether it's a total stranger. Maybe somebody. And I know it's happened to everybody here. But we have to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes we'll continue to drive by. But how many times have you driven by a bus stop. And you've seen a person sitting there. That you can visually see that they're in pain not maybe physical but they're in emotional pain they're in spiritual pain how much would it cost us to stop get off and pray with them our our physical selves our human selves common sense kicks in and says no the traffic you got to get to work you're going to be five minutes late but if we stop and we listen to the holy spirit which is with us It's going to tell you, stop. Find a bottle of water, take it to that person, and find out how you can help them. You know, I, I've learned that lesson the hard way. There's times where I should have prayed for somebody, and hard prayers. Like somebody that was on their deathbed, and I figured, no, I'll come back tomorrow, and then I'll really, and they're gone. I've promised myself I will never let that happen again. So if I see an opportunity to pray, and I see it happening in a lot of, uh, a lot of us here. I see our renewed crew, especially when we go out and we do some ministry. 
It's, can I pray for you now? Not the old Christian cop out of, yeah, I'll pray for you, brother. Five minutes later, you forgot that person even existed. No, so when the opportunity comes to pray, you pray now. Right there, right now. And, and let the Holy Spirit guide you. If you don't have the words, it doesn't matter. He's going to give them to you. So see, God, not, God has not only created us to be special. I mean, think about it. The Bible says we were created in his likeness. Therefore, I believe we are also blessed with some of his power. As well as the fact that, like I said, he's calling us to be superheroes. So what makes for a good superhero? What sets them apart? If you really look at it, the answer is simple. They're not perfect, but they have a special gift. They have a superpower, and they know it, and they're not afraid to use it. The Holy Spirit is here today. I can tell because, like I said, when I was over there, I was a little bit nervous. I'm not as nervous now. But I can tell because God always has a way of letting me know. See, I always... I don't laugh at Pastor Trevor, but I call him like the crybaby pastor sometimes because he always weeps. He always weeps. But you know what? The minute I started praying over there, the tears were running down my face. And yet that tells me that he's a man filled with the Holy Spirit because that's what the Holy Spirit does. It'll break you down, but not to destroy you. It'll break you down to make you stronger. You know, so the Holy Spirit's here. And like any good superhero movie, think about it. All these superhero movies, there's always a moment. There's always an instant. There's always an occurrence where the hero discovers his power, right? Spider-Man get, uh, uh, Spider gets bit by a spider, and a day later he wakes up and he's hanging on his ceiling. You know, there's always something. As Christians, there's something that ignites our power. There's something that ignites the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And you know what that is? Faith. Faith is that word that makes the Holy Spirit just explode in our lives. You know, and as Christians, that day could be today for many of you here. I don't doubt it. Because he's here. And, the, and so are you. So all we have to do is bring you together. That's it. See... None of us are perfect. Let's face it. If we look around, none of us are perfect. But what happens that when we start realizing we're not perfect, then we also start thinking that we're not qualified, that we can't serve God. If I, if I would have listened to myself during this week, I wouldn't be up here today. But we have to trust that it's the God in us that's going to do the work, that it's, it's the Holy Spirit in us that's going to take us to the places where we thought we weren't capable of going or having us do the things we weren't capable of doing. You know, superheroes aren't perfect. They all have, they recognize their power, but they all have incredible flaws, you know, but they put themselves out there to be used. You know, like my friend Thor here, you know, Incredible, good-looking guy, you know, but he's got this, he can, he can fly. He's got an amazing weapon, this hammer that can do just about everything, you know. But let's face it, not perfect. Later down, I'm, I don't want to give a spoiler alert, but later on in the Avengers movies, he sort of loses a battle, 
And you know what? He lets himself go. And then he winds up looking like this. You know? And then, and then there's, there's Iron Man. You know, Iron Man has this incredible suit of armor. It's, it's got every gadget. I mean, it, it's got weapons. It's got computers in his head talking to him, which would drive me nuts. But, you know, he's got everything he needs in that thing. But that iron suit can't cover up the fact of who he really is. And this, this clip will tell you who he is. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. I know guys with none of that worth 10 of you. See, he's a little conceited. He's a little bit full of himself. But he was still a hero. You know, and then there's my big friend over here, the Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is a brilliant scientist. But he's got one little problem. He's got major anger issues. And when he gets mad, he gets destructive. He breaks things. He hurts things. Now, you can't tell me that we don't know people like that in our lives. Yet, he still winds up being a hero. You know? Then there's this young lady, Black Widow. If you don't know the stories well, I'll tell you. She used to be an assassin. But somehow, the good in her takes over, and she winds up being a hero. And then there's Spider-Man. You know, young teenager who gets bit by a spider, wakes up, he's got super strength, he's got spider senses, he could spin a web anytime. I think I took that one from the cartoons, the cartoon song. But anyway, he's still a teenager and he's prone to making teenage mistakes. You know, and then there's, there's Batman. Eh, nah, forget him, he's not an Avenger. The guy can't do anything. Sorry, DC fans. Anyway... Seriously, I want you to know that God has given every single person here today a spiritual gift. We can call it today a superpower, but not because we're talking about the Avengers, because I truly believe that spiritual gifts are superpowers, and they can be used in that way. The power of the Holy Spirit is here for the asking. Are you willing to take See, it's a gift. The Holy, power of the Holy Spirit is a gift. You don't have to pay for it. Because Jesus paid for it on the cross as they were singing that earlier before. He paid for it for all of us on the cross. But if you're given a gift of this magnitude, don't open it. How can you use it? We all have the gift. It's there. We've all been given a gift. But sometimes we have this amazing gift sitting on our laps and we don't open it. All you have to do to open that, unwrap that gift, is to use your faith and believe that God could do an amazing work in you. See, like the Avengers, we don't all have the same powers, right? And yet, when we come together, watch what could happen when we come together. What's the story upstairs? The power surrounding the cube is impenetrable. Thor's right. We gotta deal with these guys. How do we do this? As a team, I have unfinished business with Loki. Yeah? We'll get in line. Save it. 
Loki's gonna keep this fight focused on us, and that's what we need. Without him, these things could run wild. We got Stark up top. He's gonna need us to... So, this all seems horrible. I've seen worse. Sorry. No, we could use a little worse. Stark, we got him. Banner? Just like you said. Then tell him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I don't see how that's a party. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Quite a, quite a group when they all come together. Now, just like the Avengers, I want you to know that we're stronger when we all come together. One of you could go out and feed the home, a few homeless people, but you'd be limited. But when we assemble every first Saturday here as a team of godly Avengers, led by our Captain America, Jimmy, okay, we, we not only have the ability to, to feed hundreds, but because of our spiritual gifts, some of us can go out and, and minister to some. Some can go and, and uh, teach others. Some can go and pray for healing for others, which we've done, again, in that now moment. You see a man sitting on the street with his legs just destroyed. You're not going to tell me, I'll pray for you later in the comfort of my own home while I'm watching television. No, you get on your knees right there and you grab his, his, his dirty legs with your hands and you pray that the Holy Spirit will heal him. Why? Because we believe he can. Not us, but I've seen the power of God do too many amazing things in my life to think that that's not possible. Again, goes back to faith. Faith ignites our superpower. Faith ignites the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. I want you to know that. You know, Bible tells us about all these spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians. It's chapter 12, and it's a little long, but I'm going to read it to you because it gives us a pretty good picture of all the things that, that we're equipped with. It says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it's the same God at work. Now teach one, now each now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through, a, through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another a message of knowledge. By means of the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gifts of by that one spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. And if that's a little bit churchy, what it means is sometimes some of you have that ability to know when someone is right and someone is wrong. 
and you're able to discern. It says to another in, in, different, in speaking in different types of tongues and still to another interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Let me tell you something. If God gives you a mission, God doesn't like to lose. He's not going to send you someplace to get defeated. He's going to equip you to handle whatever it is. Well, however crazy it might sound. I remember ooh, lots of years ago when some crazy young white boy from Oklahoma came to me and said, hey, I want to start the slam basketball ministry in the slums of the Bahamas. And I thought he was crazy. I said, how's that going to work? A month later, he calls me, hey, how many uniforms can you send me? Because I got 20 teams ready to go. And we're preaching to these kids on the street. That guy over there, Trevor, that's how we met. So, see, some of you have, blessed, have been blessed with multiple gifts. Some of you are just totally equipped to go out and do whatever God sends. Some of you might have one powerful gift. Some of you don't know yet. But no one gift is more important than another. It's when we bring our gifts together that we become the Avengers. Because then we're an unstoppable force. You know, we're able to take on whatever evil comes our way if we're together. Maybe you're sitting here today and you're asking yourself, but I don't know what my spiritual gift is. Well, I got good news for you. Every first and third Sunday right here, right after service, we do something called growth track where we meet over there in the, in the art classroom and you're given some assessments. This are, these have been, you know, prepared in advance. They're, I, I guess they're scientifically, you know, worked out where you take this assessment and it'll help you discover what your spiritual gifts are and then we'll help you put them to use. And not just us. The Holy Spirit will guide you and tell you where to go. So today I want to do something a little different. I want to give everyone here the opportunity to experience the filling of the Holy Spirit. And I'm a little scared because I'm shaking, which tells me he's here. And see, I can't promise you that you'll fly or that you'll be bulletproof. But I can guarantee you that with the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll be stronger. You'll be able to defeat your Thanos. It's an ugly guy. That's like, that's like the personification of evil. You know? So it doesn't matter what your enemy is, what your battle is, how overwhelming, how terrible it may be. But there is nothing that you can't overcome with the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know what every single one of you here is going through but I can guarantee you we're all fighting battles I'm here to tell you as, as a survivor with the scars of many spiritual and physical battles that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't through the power of the Holy Spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit you can do anything you can defeat you can defeat that addiction whether it's mental or physical, 
that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can defeat that depression that has you powerless, sitting on a couch, not being able to move. Or that feeling of hopelessness or fear or unforgiveness. Because sometimes unforgiveness takes over and we're so engulfed in not being able to forgive that it just destroys us. It's not hurting the other person. See, the Holy Spirit will give you the power to overcome those obstacles that keep getting in your way. Bible says that the fruits of the Spirit, here's some of the weapons that you're equipped with. The fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And it says in the Bible, because against such things there is no law. What does that tell me? That through the power of the Holy Spirit and, and God, which is God is love, evil has no answer for love. None. Okay? So, <clears throat> don't believe you're not worthy to receive these gifts. And this power, because you know what? That's just lies of the enemy. See, if you believe, if your faith allows you to get filled with the Holy Spirit, guess who loses? Satan. So he doesn't want you to believe that. He tries to disqualify you at every turn. He tries to remind you of your past transgressions. Oh, but you remember when you did this? And remember when you were like this? And remember yesterday when you in traffic in the Palmetto and you, you know, let go of a few? And he tries to disqualify you over and over again. But that's not the case. See, today, we've been talking about courage, power, superpowers, strength. I'm going to challenge you to do things a little bit differently today. And, you know, normally at this time, and not just here, but in, in many other churches, we'll, we'll make a call. We'll, we'll, we'll say something like, okay, everyone with their eyes closed and their heads bowed, raise your hand if, and, and we'll, we'll have a call to action. We're there in the privacy of your own little world. We can pray for you, and we like to do that, and that's important because some people are shy, some people are not ready to take a big giant step. You know, but not today. Today we got some power. And, and I'm trusting in that power. I'm trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit to do something super today, something miraculous. So today I'm going to word these things a little bit differently. I'm not going to say with your eyes closed, and I'm sorry. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable. I'm just trying to lead you to the Holy Spirit in a way that you would never imagine. So, not with your eyes closed. Instead, today, with your eyes wide open. And not with your heads bowed, but with your heads looking straight up and focused on the cross. Which is the symbol of our salvation and our faith. I want to do two things today. First, if you're here today... And you know in your heart, you know it. 
you know in your heart and you have professed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but somehow the enemy lately has just been beating you up. And that power that you once felt and that you once rejoiced in is fleeting and it's getting away from you. Because the enemy keeps telling you you're not worthy you're useless you're not loved whether it be the enemy making you believe these things it leads you to believing that you're not super anymore and remember God God designed us to be super he wants something more for you so today this is my first call to you if you're out there you know Jesus but you feel you're losing your power with your eyes wide open and your eyes focused on our on the, on our cross the symbol of our salvation and our faith I want you to stand up with courage and not at your seat I want you to stand up with courage and you come up here and you grab one of these hammers and I know it takes courage but I want you to come up grab one of these hammers and let God know. First of all, let him see you and let him know that you want to receive the power of the You want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to ask our prayer team to come up and just pray with one of these. Listen, as we're doing this, I got four hammers. If we run out of hammers, you come up and you grab a hammer with one of your relatives, with one of your friends, with one of your brothers in Christ. And, and together, let's get filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. So come up with courage. This is not a day for, for, for waiting there and saying, no, next time. Sometimes there's not a next time. Here you go, my brother. So... In a few minutes, this band's going to start playing a song. But I just want us together. Remember, together we're stronger. So as, as this group of Avengers here in this house today, let's pray for these brave souls that are out here today. And let's pray right now. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit come upon them. Lord, that they feel the power of God in every inch of their bodies dear Lord and every fiber of their existence dear Lord that you fill their hearts and souls with such incredible power with such incredible knowledge that they will never be the same again Lord I pray that your Holy Spirit come and it's not too late if you're out there just grab a hammer join in with somebody no matter what it is you're going through maybe Maybe you've got decisions to make that you can't make, that you don't know where to go. Ask the Holy Spirit to clear the way. Maybe you're wondering what your financial situation is going to be like tomorrow. Let the power of God in your lives take you there. Lord, I just ask that you fill each and every life here. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit come upon them like a consuming fire. That they will know when they walk out of this place today that they will never, ever, ever be the same.
Secondly, amen. God bless, brother. Lord, if you're here today, but you've never publicly proclaimed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you know what? You're out there and you're feeling a tugging in your heart, and it's saying, I want some. I need some of this power because I can't go on anymore by my, on my own. And I know you're out there because I can feel it in my soul. If that's you and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now's the time to be courageous. Get up off your seat and come up front. We'll have a hammer just for you and we'll pray with you and welcome you into the family of Christ. It all starts with a simple prayer. Just receiving Jesus, the ultimate avenger, as your Lord and Savior. So if that's you today, the altar's open, just come up whenever you want. And as the band starts playing, just continue to pray for these people that are up here, receiving. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Go ahead, man. walk in fear again life may hit storms may come but the power of the Holy Spirit will never fade in their lives that it will be ever-present so thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit for being here and filling up our lives it's, it's my responsibility to call it out so if you're still out there and you're taking one step forward and one step back don't be afraid don't be afraid.
Father, for the power of your love, dear Lord. Father, we want to thank you for how faithful you are and how when we call your name, you always are there. You always show up, Lord. Father, I pray that you bless each and every family represented here, that you bless their day, that you bless their week, that you bless their lives, dear Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to say thank you one more time because you are here you will never forsake us. Amen. We're going to have Mikey come up. He's going to lead us in one more prayer. just transpired in this school cafeteria, God. 
What an image, God, of how your love is so strong, Father, that it doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what's around us, God. Your spirit covers all of it, Lord. It's strong enough to, to pierce any wall, Father, to pierce any heart, God. And I pray that those, Lord, who, who boldly and courageously, Lord, made a, a statement of faith today, God, pray that your Holy Spirit pierce their heart, Lord, for eternity, God. That every single day of their lives, Father, they just get to know you and you more, Father. And it doesn't mean that it's going to get easier. It doesn't mean that things are going to come easy, but it means that you're going to have the power to overcome anything that the enemy throws in your way. I want all those people who, who made that statement, and even those who didn't, to understand that you have people in your life, people around you, who are here to lift you up when you are weak. God has placed us here in this place for, for a divine purpose and reason. I believe that with all my heart and soul. We are the body of Christ. And it's such an honor and a blessing to be a part of this, Lord. I pray that everybody walk out of here, Lord, with just a fire, Lord, to, to just put your name on high, God. To stop and, and pray for that, that random guy, Lord. To, to call that family member, God. To, to just step out of the comforts that the enemy puts in our way, God. And, and just jump into the goodness that you have for us, Lord. Free falling. It's scary. It's wild. We feel like we're going to fall, Father. But give us the, the faith to trust you, Lord. Even when, when the world says that it's impossible or it can't happen or it makes no sense, Father. We believe and trust in you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, man. Aren't you glad you came to church today? If so, say amen. Let's give a round of applause to uh, just to Jesus and to, to uh, Raymond for bringing a powerful, powerful word. Stand with me, if you will. Man, we are so, so glad that you're here. You're going to go out on an on a, uh, upbeat note. Make sure that when you go, know that uh, you can uh, give to the church. You can give online. You can give by texting. You can also give. There's going to be ushers at the door on your way. But also want to encourage you to, if you've never been to Starting Point, we want you to hear our mission, our vision, our values. We want you to hear our heart. And uh, it's 40 minutes. We're going to have uh, a family meal together. We're going to eat some Ferrari's pizza, the family special. And it's free even if you weren't planning on it. Join me in the art classroom right now in the back. God bless you. Go in his peace. You are dismissed.